If I'd heard that bit of news earlier, I'd have been a lot happier. Anyway, so this morning, and it's nice to have you company, welcome along to the uh, show. Thank you, Anthony. He, he, I know what he's going to wear this afternoon. I mean, me, I go through torturous times. Every time they say to me, you're having your photos taken, my little heart drops. So I rush out yesterday with my little, my little credit card, and I think, right, I'll buy... Because I've got loads of jackets, but it's, you, you kind of think, oh, I want something new. So I rush into Marks and Spencers. Excuse me, do you have something for the fuller figure? Luckily, acres of it. So I buy two jackets. Uh, that was one of them. One of them. It's only £69. I thought that was very reasonable, 69 quid. The other one was 99. It is made out of faux fur. And, um, and, so that I, and then I buy a check shirt, because I, I quite like the look of this, because yesterday I talked to Jamie Cullen, and he was wearing a check shirt. And you know what it's like? You see people wearing things, you think, I'll, I'll, I'll wear that, because it'll make me look as good as him. Frankly, I mean, he's just too good-looking. Sickeningly good-looking. Absolutely. I can't begin to tell you how sickeningly good-looking he is. And talented. I mean, luckily, I'm, I'm OK on, on that level, but the, it's the good-looking bit I can't manage at all. And uh, so, anyway, so I, I rush home, and I try these clothes on. Of course, you've got to cut the labels off, because I saw somebody walking through Twickenham the other week. They bought a pair of jeans from M&S, but down the back of the jean on the leg was that plastic strip that goes 32 waist, 31 inside leg. And, of course, inside of me, there was a person wanting to go, excuse me, but on the other hand, there was the other bit of me that was going... <laughs> so I didn't tell him, which was quite good. And then Alan Dodgen turned up this morning, and what is it? Moans. All the way... Moan. Since he's been in, moan, moan, blooming... Isn't it hot in it? Isn't it? So what's he wearing? He's wearing his vest, he's wearing a T-shirt, he's got another shirt over the top of that, and a jumper. Me, naked under this shirt. Can I just point out... Good. What's going on with my... Uh, you're on the wrong side. You're not talking to the front of it. Talk uh, to the front, the front of it. That's the front of it. There. That's Where? the... F- there. Go round the microphone, round the microphone. There you go. There. That's the front. Ah. That's the front. He's found it. Found don't worry. It. He's found it. There we go. It takes time. There we go. I don't know why people can't well, find the front of it. Well, because it's facing the wrong way. It's facing the wrong way for you. It's not. Fine. Like saying the lighting's wrong. For you, the lighting is wrong. Fine. You know, anything above a 12-watt bulb would be wrong. So Good anyway, morning. yes. Morning. Morning. So you walk it, so he's got a jumper on. It was cold. Can I just point oh, out that where I live is quite high up? High up like the Himalayas. Very high. And therefore the temperature is a lot lower. There's a cooling lower. tower. And therefore the temperature <laughs> is a lot lower. So yeah. I came out this morning, the rain is thrashing down on the ground. Oh, it wasn't. It was a little bit of drizzle. The rain was thrashing down. Oh, in Croydon it might have been. Not Croydon, south okay. of Croydon. all right, whatever. And anyway, but it was very cold, so, um, yes. But when I got to the car, it was very hot in the car, so I had to open yeah. the window open. I, I opened the window first of all, mainly because you've had the driver in there all night, and I think best to open the window to sort of clear the air through, and I quite like that anyway. And also, I love the air blowing through my hair. I feel a bit like Rapunzel when I get into the back of a car, as the, hair, as, as the wind streams through my hair and my hair flows out behind me. And all the dreadlocks that were implanted or taken right, off with yes, the wind. Yes. I've often wanted dreadlocks. I thought, perhaps I could look like Donald out of Take That. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, it's not a particularly good look for him, let alone me. Maxi Priest kind of takes it off, but uh, it's not a Steve Allen look. Oh, I've got um, uh, How Low. Hello. Today, it's a good one. When? When were well, the now. Started? Now. You haven't done one for a while. Well, I have. Someday. That, Someday. That, I, can tell, I can tell you at home listening how much it went for as well. It was a Dell laptop. And I've got another one this morning. How much did you go for, then? I'll tell you in a minute. I have to find a know, piece of paper. You've got to look it up. I do know. You weren't ready for it. I wasn't ready for no, that question, no. Because I'm, I'm too busy getting excited. Because I've sent off my congratulations 
to the happy couple, Shrek and Mrs. Shrek, and because they've had a, had a child. Oh, yes, what have they, they God knows it? how, but they did. And apparently Wayne wants another one. Wine. I mean, not realising you have to get rid of the first one before you have the second one, you know. It kind of works like that. You have to kind of wait. What they named it? Kai. Kai? Kai Kai Wayne. Kai Wayne. It sounds like an airport in Hong Kong, doesn't it? Today we'll be flying into Kai Wayne. Kai Wayne? Yes. (laughs) Kai Kai Wayne Rooney. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I ask you. It's obviously a family name. Kai Wayne. You can't even say it without doing an accent. No, Kai 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 Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Kai Wayne. Sounds a bit like Carl Wayne, doesn't it, really? Kai Wine. Ka- Kai Wine. I know, what a... Not very unimaginative, isn't it? I was hoping for handbag at the very outside. Handbag is Wayne. This, is it supposed to be like an anomaly in that... No, they, they think it's quite trendy. Oh. But as, as I say, poor, poor old Wayne, you know, he, he doesn't... He, he wouldn't know one end of a carrier bag from the other. So is his nickname going to be Kai or Wayne? It'll be Little Wayne. Little Wayne? Yeah. But it's what they've already said in the family. He will be known as Little Wayne. But his name's Kai. They're one of those sort of families. I always remember seeing them on the television when when Wayne Rooney first took off on GMTV and their infinite wisdom, although not with hindsight, uh, go round to the family, and they have the camera there. Yeah. And uh, Granddad is happily puffing away on a fag first thing in the morning, and then she uses the F word. Of course, we nearly all fell off the ZD because that's the yeah. They're all crammed into this little sort of you know sitting room, and then sort of you know Wayne takes off. But up until then, if you look at the family, you know, they're not exactly the best looking in the world. No. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know why the fuss is on the front page. But it's woman has baby, big bloody deal. Of course, the big deal is they've sold the picture rights, haven't they? I think they're going to be looking for money for pictures, or they're not looking. To be honest, and, and that's right, she turned it down. But then I said, go on, do it. And give the money to a charity. If, if, if OK Magazine are, are stupid enough to cough up a million quid, you're stupid enough to take it. And has she done that? No. No. You'd think, though, front page of the sun, that this was some miraculous second coming. Jesus has just been found and it's in Colleen's womb. You know, failing that, he's sort of, you know, fifth in line to the throne. No, no, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely stupid. Drives me mad. Now, have you seen the Michael Jackson film? No, and I've no wish to go and see it either. No, I mean, uh, Noreen no went to see it. She loved it. She loved it. She I, only goes for the popcorn, though. She doesn't go for anything oh, else. I'm sure, I'm sure if people, people are that big a fan of, you know, of, yeah. of Michael Jackson and everything, then I'm sure they'll appreciate yeah. it. But I have no Leicester Square looks it. great. Leicester Square looks really Christmassy and Can I just explain why to me because it's for that. a Christmas carol yes. and they've sprayed the trees with snow. It is. Snow has arrived. They're just going to put some fake snow on the ground and you get all excited all of a sudden. Well, it's Not, true. it's a machine. I saw the machine coming in to make the snow. It's true. Because in Dickensian London, it always snowed at Christmas. I don't know why all of a sudden it stopped doing it. Global warming, I think. If you use less hairspray, we might be all right. If you go past a paper shredder yeah. and you accidentally knock over the bin with all the little pieces of paper, you get all excited because you suddenly think for a second it's snow on the ground. Anything that looks like snow, you get excited yeah, about. Yeah, I do, actually. You do. It's funny. I'm, I'm such an easily pleased person. I'm not, I'm not difficult to please. You've only got to say to me, it's snowing, and I sit there with my little nose pressed up against the window, and then all of a sudden... I'm, I can't move it because the inside of the window is so cold. And I'm stuck to the window for the next three hours. Well, the Christmas adverts have started already. Oh, they've been going for ages. Yes, but, I, yeah, but you've not seen the Dickensian one by a supermarket chain. No, I like the You'll one. you like that one. you like that I, one. I tell you which one I like. I like the uh, Argos one. And there's the bloke, the black guy sitting at the table reading out the Christmas ca- cracker thing. And all he does is laugh. Oh, yes, that makes goes, me laugh. <laughs> It just makes... Every time I watch him, he makes me laugh. Because nobody else is laughing nobody at the table. Nobody else is laughing at the table except him. That's it's good. the best one That's ever. It's a bit like us, really, when we, we get the giggles and we're looking through to the producer and they're just looking as blank-faced.
It's because she's turned the sound off. That's oh, why. Oh. She's actually listening to something else. She's listening to classics. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping Simon Bates is going to walk in. Do you know I see Simon every morning now? Every morning. Well, that, that's He's in a marvellous, marvellous state of preservation. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I always said to him, I said, I knew that that embalming fluid would work for you. It's given you that sort of sheen on oh, your face. Many people here. I cleaned that. my shoes today, and somebody went, "You've cleaned your shoes." But I, but I always clean my shoes. I'm a I'm a clean shoe person. They're not going to be photographed. No, it's strange enough, not below the waist. So I thought I could actually wear a pair of swimming trunks, and nobody would notice. I think everybody would notice. I think everybody would notice. Actually, quite right. I love this uh, this one from Ivor. It's a Christmas cracker joke. Go on. Okay. A man is walking home alone late one foggy Halloween night when behind him he hears thump, thump, thump. Walking faster, he looks back and through the fog he makes out the image of an upright casket banging its way down the middle of the street. Thump, thump, thump. Terrified, the man begins to run towards his home, the casket bouncing quickly behind him. Faster, faster. Thump, thump, thump. He runs up to the door, fumbles with the keys, opens the door, rushes in, slams and locks the door behind him. However, the casket crashes through the door with the lid of the casket clapping. Clappity bump, clappity bump, clappity bump. On his heels, the terrified man runs upstairs to the bathroom, locks himself in. His heart is pounding, his head's reeling, his breath's coming in sobbing gasps. With a loud crash, the casket breaks down the door, bumping and clapping towards him. The man screams and reaches for something, anything, but all he can find is a bottle of cough syrup. Desperate, he throws the cough syrup at the casket and... the coffin stops. Anyway, moving on to the uh, programme <laughs> with other things this morning. I just lost three minutes of my life then. I know. I tell a good story. It was Ivor's, though. It, was, it wasn't mine, it was Ivor's. Right. He said it was a Christmas cracker joke, to be honest. How big was the cracker? <laughs> I was going to say, there's like a book. It's an epic book yes. in there. Yes. It's nice, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No more of those today. No more. Okay. No. no. Okay. No. And, uh, Unless oh. they're shorter. Sorry? Unless they're slightly yes, shorter. Yes, unless they're much, much shorter, actually. And much, funny. much shorter. And, and funny, <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought that was quite good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, well, I thought it was very good anyway. Uh, Adrian says, just a quick warning, I'm popping down to the LBC photo shoot, take a few behind the scenes, basically pictures of you in your makeup chair. That man's got a death wish, I'm telling you. Honestly, some people are so cheeky this morning. Yeah. Really, well, they are very cheeky. I was going. I was going to Twitter something this morning. <laughs> Were you? And I decided not to. <laughs> Don't know why. Just teasing everybody. I was actually. I was. I was. Are you watching X Factor? Unfortunately, so. Yeah. Yes. But, I, I still. I still like Stacey. I know you don't. But obviously, you know. Actually, too stupid. Can it, you have now to admit? I think you may have admitted it yesterday slightly. But of course, you were wrong. As on, on, again, on, uh, excuse me, I don't well, think I, so. Know, on last, what? On last what? Tuesday, you yeah. kept on going on, and you, you were quite adamant that Rachel was going to win, and I kept on telling you, <laughs> no, she's not. Well, yes, but I'm, I'm sorry. In the real world, a singer should win if she's a good singer in a singing competition against two buffoons from Ireland, a bloke from Essex with the stupidest haircut I've ever seen in my entire life, an idiot from Wales who couldn't sing if his life depended on it, but he's pretty, so of course Louis will keep him in, and Simon will keep him in. Now it turns out the twins, otherwise known as those two twins, uh, have auditioned twice. They auditioned twice. They found them at another audition. So quite clearly, there's a bit of a conspiracy going on here. They're looking for somebody who's a bit stupid that they can make money out of. Well, no, I mean, the reason... There's a book. There's a book already. The, I'm sure there is. Coming out very shortly. I'm sure. For Christmas. Oh, yes, absolutely. Our story, or how we managed to fool the entire world into thinking we had talent. Well, no, they don't. They'll never sell them. 
They'll never set me. I'll just take a break anyway. I'm bored talking. Yeah, thanks. Time. I haven't even managed to say my piece on this, and we're yet going to a break. Fine, no, you just... You just I'm take, take, yes, because, well, I have to read the headlines. Well, go, 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 well, I'm doing go, it. Go. I'm starting me this morning. <laughs> These are the headlines you're waking up to. The Postal Workers' Union is taking the Royal Mail to court over its hiring of 30,000 agency staff during the strikes. Gordon Brown and Barack Obama have urged President Hamid Karzai to get tough on corruption in Afghanistan. And the Queen will visit the Olympic Park in Stratford later and meet some of the workers who are working on the site. There's a joke there somewhere, isn't there? I mean, I'm beginning to wonder what language she's going to be speaking to them. Anyway, with the travel... How fabulous. Hugh Broom. Thank you very much. Good morning. Uh, just a couple of problems for you. Edgewater. Morning, everybody. Nice to have you company. 17 minutes past five. Steve went to a recording of Peter Andre hosting Paul O'Grady. It's on TV today. Um, tell me he's abysmal. He was rubbish on this morning. And every gay uh, gets a nodding Olga. Well, you do in the... Every audience gets a nodding Olga. They all get free nodding Olgas. He's got these, this dog, and they all get it. It's either that, it used to be a nodding Buster, but they've now got a nodding Olga, and the whole audience get one. But Peter Andre hosting. Doesn't he look like he's been dipped in toffee? He looks a little bit peculiar, a little bit too sort of, a little bit too made up, a little bit too much makeup, a little bit too puffy. You know, we want somebody a little, looking a little bit butch, I think, on the television. Anyway, I've got a how low. Hello. This one, it's a nice... It finishes at 7 o'clock this morning. I'm not one of these people, ladies and gentlemen. I forgot what I was going to say, actually, but anyway. And so... Uh, <laughs> forgot where I was going with that one. That's the advantage of growing old. You can have a senior moment and share it with people. Right. And that's, and that's good to share, isn't it? It's always good to share, particularly yes. by yourself. Particularly by myself. Yes. Actually, the good thing is I have conversations with myself. And we've all noticed. And argue. <laughs> I'll sit there going, no, he didn't. I guess, yes, he did. Well, you did that this morning when I came in. You started, I started to talk to you about uh, your last interview yesterday with Jamie. Yeah. And then you started My to My new walk... best friend, Jamie Cullum, that is. Y- your new bestest, yes. bestest friend. My new best friend. Yes. In and the then, whole wide world. Yes. And then you just started to walk towards the window, away from everybody. And yet you were still talking to us. Yeah, but I was telling you, you about were, Christmas. But nobody was actually with you. You were like 20 metres away having a conversation with nobody. Because there was nobody else in. No, we were all sitting there looking at you. What was he doing? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I can't help it. Anyway, I've got a Dell laptop for you today Ooh. in my how low. How low. Uh, and it finished at seven. So you've only got an hour and... Mickey Mouse on the bed. An hour and 40 minutes to get your bids in. I can't believe you had to think about that. I did have to think about it, actually, because it's an hour and 41 minutes. <laughs> I can't read. Uh, so it's a Dell laptop. This one's light enough to carry around town. Uh, it's being wireless enabled as well, mm-hmm. which is good. And you can check your emails on the move. Now, the person with the lowest unique bid will win. And a unique bid is a bid that nobody else makes. That tends to mean what unique means. Yes. And uh, the hammer comes down at 7 a.m. So you've got to be quick on this one to play. Now, this is a strange one, actually, because even though it's a Steve Allen one, you're texting LBC. Because normally on a Steve Allen one, uh, you text Steve. But on this one, you're texting LBC, followed by your bid in pence, and sending it to treble eight two one. For example, to bid £1.28, you text one two eight and send that... Sorry, LBC, LBC then one two eight, And then send that to treble eight two one. Do you have to okay. put a gap between LBC no, and the number? No, just run it all, all the way through. All the way through. Competition ends at 7am this morning. You must be over 16, so we're OK, just over. Entries are limited and cost £1.50 for your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. I want a new laptop. Do you? Well, mm. you could have one in time for Christmas. I don't know if you're allowed to bid. No, you told me I wasn't. I don't think you are, yeah, because thanks. you're... Well, in fact, I can tell you that my last one that went out, and that was on 
Sunday. Yeah. I can tell you exactly how much it went for. Go on, exactly. It how went much? for £1.26. That's so depressing. £1.26. <laughs> somebody got a Dell laptop for. And that was on Sunday. Did they actually have to pay the £1.26? No, no, they used to. But we, we don't bother with that now. Right. So £1.26, Christian tells me. I think you should make the pay £1.26. I think the principle well, it gets of the far thing. too complicated, doesn't well, it? Well, it's the £1.26 you're We're not, Listen, out I'm, I'm not that mean and stingy. That I'm going to charge somebody one pound twenty six. The, so the number of laptops it. and things you give away, you know, I mean, that, that adds up. That's several. My audience like laptops because they're they're an intellectual audience. They appreciate honesty, and they appreciate you know me just sort of telling it the way it is. Right. You know, some people call it bitchy, but I mean, I prefer to call it telling the truth. Mm. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not being bitchy when I when I say how how dreary it is that Wayne and Kai and Colleen are on the f- front page of a few papers. Frankly, I couldn't give a stuff either way like the rest of you. So, woman has baby. What <laughs> whatever. Kai Wayne. Kai Wayne. Kai Wayne. Yes. Of course, if you actually turn it around the other way, it doesn't become so attractive. Uh, anyway, other stories in the uh, papers. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you've all worked that one out. <laughs> <laughs> on the Daily well. Star, on the Daily Star this morning. Well, come on, most of you must have thought of it. Goodness <laughs> sake, just me again then. <laughs> when, did, when, did, when did you figure that one? Out? About five seconds ago, actually. <laughs> five seconds ago, uh, Rachel has stuck the knife into the twins, not literally, uh, saying that it's ridiculous. If I had a twin sister with wacky hair, maybe I'd still be in the contest. Tis true. And guess who they're burning on top of the bonfire down at a part of Essex this week? Who? Jordan. Every year they pick a hated figure. Last year it was Jonathan Ross. And this year they've made an effigy of Jordan. And uh, they're setting fire to it. Hooray! Fantastic. Is there a photo of it somewhere? No, yeah. sadly not. That's but she, she will be burnt at the stake this weekend. Robbie Williams is going to become a loose woman. Oh, Christ, we must be desperate. The pop hunk... Pop has been, I'm afraid. Oh, rubbish. We'll sit on the panel for an entire instalment of the show. Oh, God, how boring. Just to flog an album, ladies and gents. That's all it is. The moment he's made his money, he'll be buggering back to America. He won't be sticking around here. Carol McGill, he's going to join Kate Thornton and Carol McGiffin on Monday. ITV producer Fiona Kinahan says we're rather excited. Really? You must be very so easily too. pleased, dear. Oh, very rubbish. Loads pleased. of people He's love a dullard. He's dull. He's not dull He's at all. He's boring. Not in the slightest. He's boring as heck. He really is. I mean, I mean, you'd have to be balmy to buy into the Robbie Williams thing. No, you wouldn't. Yes, you would. What rubbish? Shut it. Kelly Brooks been ordered to cover up. Why? What's she been uh, well, exposing herself on? Well, because the cakes... She's doing Calendar Girls, and the cakes that she's holding in front of her bosom yeah. are too small. So they've said, you're showing too much bosom there. Oh, no, she's not. Well, she is. So they, they've covered them up with two bigger cakes. You see, I think that's a sexy picture, and I think that is just a boring picture. Yes. Yeah. This from a man who goes to lap dancing clubs, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, I no, rest no. my no. case. Excuse I don't me. want to talk about it. No, no, I need to clear this up very quickly. Yes, okay. I need to clear this up. You, you mentioned yesterday yes. that I, do it for, I did it for research. Yeah. I didn't do it for research. What did you do it for, then? I got dragged there on a stag do. Oh, right. You've got some odd friends, And you? the only reason I paid for these single dances yeah. was because nobody was going up to get these dances. And, of course, the whole purpose of going in there is you've got to pay for these girls to go for individual dances. Oh, yeah? Yes, apparently oh, so. We just went in for a drink. So I wanted to make sure that everybody was having a good time, and I didn't want yeah. everybody to get thrown out. So I started to pay to go and have these private dances. Except when I, they shut the curtains, right. I said, I don't want the dance. And they shut the down. curtains? Yeah, the one that I went to... It was individual cubicles, and they had a curtain across the front. Oh, my so God. So you went in there, and they pulled this curtain over. Really? And then you had to 
pay and they did a dance. It's prostitution. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. Lap dancing is tacky. It might be tacky, but I don't think of it as prostitution. Of course it is. They're actually... They're not doing it for fun, are they? They're doing it... You give me some money, I'll take my top off. Yeah, but... Anyway. You're prostituting yourself. I paid for a chat, basically. Yeah. I bet they were disappointed. No, they loved I'm it. I'm ready to go, Dad. You just want to talk? What about? They got £20 for two minutes t- chat time. Yeah. And I, I think it's I paid amazing how them, gullible people are. They'll actually pay to watch somebody taking their bra off. Well, My auntie Enid do. does it every night in the home she's in, and not once has anybody turned up to watch. You know, 20 quid for two minutes, she'll happily do it. Mm. Happily do it. I know quite a number of old people's homes where they do it all the time, quite voluntarily. I mean, they were very happy not to have to do the dance and do anything, you know, yeah. like that. So they just had a little chat. Dear. And then I became very friendly with all of them. Obviously, when I came out, all the girls started finding out, you know, that I was just there for a chat. They became they went, quick, friendly. He's, he's, he's got money and you don't need to work. But all the, <laughs> but all the people I was with thought, oh, you're, you must be some sort of stud. Oh, what was it? Was it... Oh, a little baby leopard. Oh, was, glad- that, was that, um... Oh. Sorry. No, I'm glad you two are, like, paying attention to what I'm talking no, about. No, I was... I was, I was, I'm there I was listening with you with one ear and watching something with the other. Yeah, but you obviously thought, what What was it? An animal on t- TV. It was a baby leopard. So you thought a baby leopard was more important than listening to my story at that time? Yep. Yeah, yep. thanks. Yep. Thanks. Kind of I worked feel that so welcomed. Yeah, no, I mean, you are welcomed. Yeah, great. Well, Alan's on a diet as well. I... <sighs> you see, you call it a diet. It's not a diet. What do you I'm call it? I'm just being more sensible towards Christmas time. Oh, right, because over Christmas, you stuff, don't you? <laughs> oh, dear. Whole turkey, ladies and gentlemen. In one. You know when you've seen the dart bit? In two. Only in case of Alan's case, in the mouth. Oh, stop. That's what stop. it is, isn't it? I'm a third your size, so come on, leave me alone. Actually, I'm looking forward to my Christmas lunch this year. I've sent, I've sent, sent my brother the Marks and Spencer's catalogue. I want the stuffed birds. You know, we get a tiny little oh, bird. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want one. that. Oh, yes. That's we had that one year, and um, only we, we did it with animals. We didn't this is an animal. Yes, but we actually started off with a dingo, and that was <laughs> stuffed inside a giraffe, and we ended up with a hippopotamus. The oven was enormous. I mean, the bako foil alone cost fifty pounds. Oh, really? <laughs> Just to wrap it all, and we took it out. You try finding a knife to carve, and it was ridiculous. But no, I've never fancied one of those. There's a name for them, isn't there? Stuffed bird. Pretentious <laughs> rubbish. That's a little bird stuffed inside a bigger no, bird. No, I like and it. A bigger bird. It's either that or we have a goose. We don't really do turkey anymore. Don't you go around pinching somebody's bottom and go, ooh, ooh, like that. Ooh, matron, bit of a goose there. Right, do you have turkey? You're a turkey man, are you? Yes, of course. Why? What do you mean, of course? I know. You see, you're the old argument that, of course, in medieval times, people had goose. Uh, well, no, I think no, goose is no, too fatty. What, what? No, I just prefer goose. I'm not putting yeah. any argument that Well, it's a little bit wrong. pretentious, I'm afraid. Why is it pretentious? It's like, oh, do you have mulled wine at Christmas? No, we just... Heat it up on the stove. I'm not right, a old wine. No, I'm not. No. Just an excuse to use up old oranges, as far as I'm no, concerned. I don't like that. A few little bags. They go, we're having glue vine. We go, oh, Do you go know. carol singing? Sorry? Do you go carol singing? No. Don't you? No. No, I don't. I'm no. just asking. Just I don't. I don't even answer the door to carol singers. Because they never singing. do it properly. You know, ding dong. You know, and they go, hark the... Ding dong. Hark the <laughs> hair. Ding dong. Hark the... So you open the door and they go, carol singers. You go, yes. I make them do all the verses. Well, that is rightly so. All the way. And then at the end I go, that was very nice indeed, and shut the door and go back I to watching telly. I would go carol singing, wearing a big old top hat, you know, in old Victorian outfit. Well, you can do it in Leicester Square. Well, it's not quite the same, the is The Christmas it? Carol, it's snowing, there's trees. It's not real. It's b- Sorry, it's it is. It's not real. I've watched them building it, of course it's real. Right. It's fantastic. It's really nice. Mark the Bailiff's not well today. What's wrong with him? But we heard about uh, Wayne and Colleen's love child, <laughs> <laughs> I should imagine. <laughs> that doesn't get him out of bed. Nothing will, I'm afraid, this morning. Uh, also, 
Um, there's, there's other stories in the paper. There's um, Cheryl Cole. You know she had a swimming pool turned down. Yes. Because, uh, I, I don't know why, it was an underground swimming pool. To be honest with you, I can't see what the problem would be. But they do have people camped outside their house. Well, they would do. Uh, why? Well, because they're on TV all the time. Oh. I don't understand this. Well, how tedious is that? Like the exactly. people turning up to the X Factor house. It's like people going, oh, she's got the best album in the world. That's why it's gone to number one. No, it's because she's on television every week That's promoting right. it. Yes. And it's free adverts. People go, oh, I better go and buy that one. So the people who'll be buying it will be the 12 and 13 year olds. Won't be anybody over 16 who's bought the album, unless you're really stupid. It's like people who buy Jordan's perfume. You know, the average age of a person buying it would be 10, apparently. 10 would be the average age of a person it buying would. Jordan's perfume. Well, you know, because it's, cause it's cheap and cheerful. A bit like Jordan. Not after we burn the old witch tomorrow, though. Looking forward to that. This is LBC Night... Want to give really nice to be company? It's Steve Allen's extra special early breakfast show on LBC 97.3 with my very own How Low. Hello. Which is very good this morning. It's a Dell laptop. If you haven't uh, got the details, they'll be coming up very, very shortly. So, it's a boy for Wayne and Colleen. Lovely. Called Kai, Kai Wayne. Which is, <laughs> does sound like a child. Sounds like a Chinese takeaway. We Where are we going today? Sweet and sour pork from the Kai Wayne, I think. We sound Australian when we say it. Do we? Mm. It's a bit, the choice Wayne is just a bit naff, isn't it? It doesn't... Can't really help it. Jamelia's going to get divorced. Is she? Yeah, apparently so. Oh. Just 18 months after tying the knot. Do you know people can't keep relationships together now? They can't. They, they rush into it. Do they it. rush into them. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing, isn't it? Mm. What is the point of getting married and ghastly revolting Peaches Geldof turned up at the X Factor and she said she wants to marry Edward? Bit unlikely, oh, Peaches. He's seen your programme. He thinks you're more stupid than he is. I mean, like, 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 stupid. How did she ever get to go Isn't to it? Ed- she wants to marry Edward. Yeah. He's the twin of John. Yes. So what's wrong with John? Well, because, I mean, to be honest with you, if so I was their, their the parents, I would actually keep them well away from the desperately under-talented Peaches Geldof. Don't let them anywhere near her. She's, she's revolting. Uh, other pictures. Oh, they're, they're now saying, front of the uh, Express... I mean, you begin to wonder, don't you, after a while. Maddie, we believe she's alive, say the parents of Madeleine McCann. Help us bring her home. They'd, I mean, it's... it's... I don't know what you can say about it. It's not going to happen. It really isn't. They now think she's living with a Muslim family. It's I mean, hypothesis, though, isn't it? It's absolutely... It's, it's clutching at straws. You can understand it, but frankly, the British public have lost interest. Yeah. It's, it's an awful thing to say, but there are thousands and thousands of children who go missing every year... And their parents are sitting there as it comes up to Christmas. You know, the McCanns have been handed millions. Handed millions. And it's produced nothing, apart from a lot of empty leads, I'm afraid. Which is, which is absolutely awful. Uh, Peter Andre has told Katie Price, why don't you just... I mean, I think he's being polite. Has he really? Has he really what? Is this, is this an actual quote from him? Yes, it's in his it uh, column. From him. Yes, apparently somebody stupid enough thought that he was able to write. And so he says, why don't you just leave me alone? Because, uh, and the trouble is, she can't, she's got nothing else to talk about. No, she's going out with that in the press. strange pansy who dresses up as a woman. Have you seen him? Yeah. The cage fight. You see what he was wearing the other night? I did. Halloween ball. How to look like a turkey, I'm afraid. Very sad and very tragic. But listen, but, if, um, if, if, that's if, all she can get. If people like to dress up like that, you know, it's their business. It is, but then when, when, when your sort of, your, your naff girlfriend parades you through, through the papers and everything else, that's when it's a bit embarrassing. Well, I'm sure he, he knew that was going to happen the moment he started a relationship yes. with her. The choice, he doesn't really have any, any talent to go on. He doesn't have anything at all. He just dresses up as a sort of a little girl, which is a little bit worrying. Does he? Yeah. I thought he's just 
Just like putting women's clothes on. Yeah, but it's the same. It looks like it. I mean, he was wearing this thing for the Halloween ball at Hampton Court. Although God knows, Henry VIII would have had them both beheaded with a bit of luck. And um, and he was wearing this sort of a pair of swing trunks with like a net thing over the top and a little hat. I mean, he looked like so stupid. Am I misunderstanding Halloween balls these days? I thought the idea was you're supposed to go for somebody scary or something like a horror person or I think a witch. He did. He, he went to he something, something quite revolting and ugly. Yep. And, uh, and he, sorry, he went with something that was quite revolting and ugly and he also looked he didn't really, quite did revolting. He? he just dressed up in, in women's clothes and that was it. But it, wasn't, it wasn't even women's clothing. He just looked a bit stupid. So, right, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm missing the point of Halloween. He can't balls. help. Put it away. To be honest with you, he's, he's, he's a cage fighter, appears not to have had any cage fights because I reckon the next one he'll be flattened straight away. Are cage fighters real fighters, or is no. it on stage? It is no. a staged event, isn't it? Gay boys. Most of them gay boys. They get out there, they just like the contact with other men. Right. They like touching. A little bit like wrestling. Most most wrestlers swing. So is it, is it just yeah. slaps across the face and things like that? No, no, no. They, no. they uh, do actually put arms round waist. Sometimes they, they kiss. Oh, they hug. And then they fall to the floor. So it's a hugging and cuddling It's a hugging and cuddling kind of thing. And then somebody will stand up and go, I'm the winner. And the other one goes, oh, I love that perfume. Oh, right. And that's it. So and it's one of these they... events that they have to pay to actually take part in. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. I see. Oh, yes. Oh, oh put right. it this way, I mean, he has spent more time on his back than Katie Price. <laughs> so it's not exactly that successful, I'm afraid. <laughs> that wasn't my gag, it was somebody else's. <laughs> one has to laugh, doesn't one? Oh, one does. One has to laugh. So the two auditions for John and Edward, they turn up in uh, the O2 in... in May yeah. in London, then they turn up in Glasgow. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, the producers. Yeah, look, look, yeah. look at look at how many bad groups they had this year. They needed somebody, so they had to get these. But two if you wrong. look at them all, and if we if we look at them quite objectively now, not one of them has got enough talent to sell a stack load of albums. Ooh, which we're talking is about what, all the on the X Factor. All the X Factor. No, not... I disagree. I disagree. I think Jamie's got a load of talent. Jamie who? Jamie on the X Factor. Which one's Jamie? Afro. Oh God, no. Oh, just because it's not your sort of music. This week, I'm led to believe that uh, that the the twins are doing Ghostbusters. I mean, to be honest with you, seventeen, eighteen, but with the mental age of a five year old, I'm afraid. But they're, they're they will just... be in it for a few more weeks. Of course, they will. Mm. Of course, they, they I could have even no get doubt. To the final. They could absolutely. I have no doubt. You're going to be seeing the two stupid ones, and then somebody else standing next to them. Mm. Although who it's going to be, I've got no idea, because they seem to be kicking out singers. Whereas I was under the misapprehension it was a talent program. I didn't realise it was just to lie in Simon's pocket. I had no idea. Don't be silly. It's not been a talent program for years. I know. Actually, Courtney. Here, Courtney from here, yeah. we, get, we, we always have a chat every day, every day I'm, I'm in. He, he went with his girlfriend the other day just to have a look, because they're doing the... Sorry, Britain's... Courtney's a boy? Sorry, yes. I He's thought... a man. He's, he works on reception. Oh, right. He's the first I person you pardon. meet when you come into the building. Was that Courtney this morning? No, that wasn't Courtney. That, that was Gary. Right, so he's not the first person I meet then, is it? Well, he would be if you came in after about five past eight. Oh, right, OK. Just making it complicated, aren't well, you? I'm anyway, starting. Courtney... I thought my... Courtney's a, 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 is he, a, obviously, you know... It's, it's a girl's name. No, it's a name for it's both, for both. Sexes, it? Yes, yeah, it's like right. Alan, isn't it? <laughs> a bit like Alan. Alan you can have for both sexes as well. <laughs> a bit like Steve, then, is it? A bit like Steve. <laughs> no, nothing effect. like Steve. Right. More like Alan. Fine. And your middle name, I've Roger. Got, got two middle names, thank you. <laughs> oh, you've got two? And I'm certainly not telling you them now. Can we guess? No, you can't guess. All right. OK. Oh, go on, get me no. guess. No! How dare you? It's, it's one of them Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> What will they begin with? Oh, uh, no, let's not even go down this road. Oh, go on, on. because it's just... Listen, we have no secrets on okay, this programme. Okay, I will tell you what the two letters say. If you tell me what your middle name is. Yes, absolutely. No, you won't. You're lying. I will. Go on, you won't. I, I well, promise. Me, I will. What, no, you tell name? me first. <laughs> I promise. No, you won't. I know you won't. I promise I will tell you. Initials are R. Robert. I'm not, I'm not telling you if you're right. I'm, I said that I'm not going to tell you if you're right. Okay. And G. Is, 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 is it Rochelle and Gina? <laughs> <laughs> what is it then? Oh, come on, what's your middle name? William. 
It's not William. It is William. You... All our family's William. My father was William. My brother's William. You told me once he was not that. I know. But I lied. Now I'm telling the truth. Yeah, it's William. I don't believe you. It's, it is. I don't believe you. I, I swear on my mother's life, it's William. And I, I don't ever do anything like that. I'm telling you, it's William. Everybody knows it's William. No, what do you mean, everybody? Nobody, nobody knows it's William. Well, the, well I've, I've told people before. So, ser- seriously, I, I, I would never think I mean, your mother's no like longer that. with us. Well, that's why I swear on my mother's that's life. <laughs> but no, absolutely a fact, it's William. My middle name is William. So yours are? I'm a, no, 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 I just had to tell you the initials. Yours are? Come on, no. I told you truth. Is it Roderick? <laughs> it's Roderick. He's laughing at it. It's Roderick. It's not Roderick. All right, what was that one? G. It's Roderick. It's Roderick. G. Is it well, Gary? Roderick Gary. Well, well, I don't know. Alan Roderick Gary Dodgen. Sounds a bit worrying, doesn't it, really? It does sound worrying. Sounds a bit worrying. Uh, have you ever been to the Tower of London? I have. I was only there a couple of weeks ago. Did you have the female warden to take you around? No, no, I had a meeting there. Oh, right. Have you, did you see her while you were there? No. Oh, I've seen it. She, she was the one who actually took us uh, round. No, I was fighting she... my way through past all the tourists. Yeah, it's very busy, you know. Very busy, the Tower of London. I like it a lot, actually. I felt like a VIP. I didn't have to queue. I got taken straight through. Really? Yeah. Well, I have a card that gets me straight through. Well, I would have beaten your card. I was, I... Taking, I was actually going in to see <laughs> people who work there. <laughs> Beat your card. <laughs> I don't think it does. William. William. I like the name William. I I'm not saying it's bad. Yes. It's not your middle name. It is, I promise you. It is, absolutely. I bet you a million pounds. You haven't got a million pounds to bet. I have. In fact, it's even on my, my driving licence. Come on, then. Get your driving licence. All right. Then. Prove it I tell you, would you want to put a tenner on the counter? Just because you know I've got a tenner in my pocket. I do. I know you have a tenner, and that's what I wanted. No, it's not about Excuse money. Me. It's Hang not on. about money. It's about principle. Here, you can have my satsuma. I don't want a satsuma. They're my satsumas. Okay, well, you know, okay. I'm, I'm going to get this driving licence out, and you are so going to be eating humble pie. And then you're going to be going, Steve, I'm terribly sorry. I'm slightly worried now, because you've never got your driving licence out for me before. There you go. I want to hold it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no. No, because I'm, I'm only showing what you What are you hiding? Name. What are you hiding? Look, just read my name. There you go. What does it say? Uh, do I hear an apology coming? You're hear... hiding something there. Yes, I'm hiding my name. Why are you hiding your name? My, my surname. Why? I've always known what your surname is. Yeah. But, th- but I'm hiding that from you, because Why? you don't. No, I do. You don't. I do. You don't, so... You're just, what... you're just making it all up No, I'm now. not. I do know what you're saying, <laughs> as you told me once. I never told you. you I don't tell anybody. It's got five, let- uh, five letters in it. it Four letters, sorry. No, it hasn't. It begins with a P. <laughs> <laughs> so sad, isn't it, really? <laughs> anyway, a footman for the Queen is being uh, is king of the ring after being crowned British wrestling champion in a cage fight. Grappler David Hintz, 24... Apparently works for Her Majesty, and he's a wrestling fan. Uh, he won the title in front of a sellout crowd in Thurrock. In Thurrock. Thurrock. Apparently, this is where they all go. They go to Thurrock, and what's they in go. Thurrock? What's in Thurrock? Besides the shopping centre. I don't know what Thurrock's famous for, isn't it? Oh, it's famous Ikea? for <laughs> IKEA, I suppose. I don't know. What's, actually. what's Thurrock famous for? Famous for something. Um... Cage fighting. <laughs> That's what it's famous for. <laughs> it's famous for cage fighting. Weather for today, if you're worried about this kind of thing, heavy scattered showers to start, so take a brolly. More showers this afternoon, turning heavier by this evening. You know, I got really angry about a story the other day. Uh, when, they, when they were, it's not like me at all, when they were talking about we're actually going to um, revitalise Battersea Power Station. They've been talking about this for years. Do you know, Margaret Thatcher's government shoved millions into it. Millions. And it all went up the swanee. It all went up the swanee, and now they're going, oh, we're going to turn it into housing and do this and that with it. 
It's just rubbish. There's a great big ski slope there at the moment. Oh, is there, I remember when there's a mm. fun fair inside and they've had concerts in there as well. Perhaps we could stick Robbie Williams in there. As opposed to Robbie, a week on loose women, or a whole programme on loose women. How tragic is that? I think it's fantastic news. I think it's great. I think it's the best thing that could have ever happened. In fact, you know what? The world is a better place because of it now. You know who's auditioning the other day William. for it? <laughs> <laughs> who's auditioning the other day? <laughs> Heather Mills, apparently. A woman who's got nothing to contribute to anybody. As far as I'm concerned, don't trust her. You know what she's like? Auditioned. Yeah, they have to audition people to see if they can string two words together. The trouble is with her, you can't shut her up. You just thought the people that's who why she shows it. would be all right on the TV to start no. with. I mean, it's amazing the sort of people that actually put on loose women. They'll actually put anybody on, I suppose. Don't forget, we've got a how low this morning. Hello. It's a Dell laptop. Finishes at seven, so you've got about an hour and three quarters to get your winning bids in. Small and light enough to uh, carry around town. It's wireless enabled, so you can check your emails on the move. First from the lowest unique bid will win. Lowest bid in pence. Nobody else makes. Hammer comes down. Seven. Oh, blind. Ow. Seven a.m. this morning. Every time to me. Sorry. To play, you text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, and send that to treble eight two one. So, for example, to bid thirty-seven, you text LBC thirty-seven, and send that to treble eight two one. I did. <laughs> It's amazing how most things you say go in one ear and come out the other. Uh, the competition ends at 7am this morning. Must be over 16, so Alan's excluded. Entries are limited, a bit like Alan, and it costs £1.50, plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. A bit like Alan. <laughs> there you go. Lovely to see you. Georgina. And um, I, I think actually Heather would just use it as a platform to sort of either promote her, her dreary little restaurant or to slug off Paul McCartney or everything else. And yet all she did was walk into a marriage, convince him that she was the right one and walk away with 24 million. Would have been cheaper to pay by the hour, I always said to him. I mean, it's I can't stand it, but I can see that she would actually probably be quite good for the show. I can't stand well, for it. For loose women, they don't need to worry about people like that. You don't need to put people on it. It's just a waste of money. It's a waste of money yeah, putting well. celebrities on. People at the public... Well, she thinks she is. Oh. The, the majority of the, of the public are not interested in celebrities per se. Having Robbie Williams on is not going to boost your audience. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Sorry, but sorry, it's not, Bill. Alan. I'm sorry, Bill, but you're wrong on this one. Okay? I'm sorry, but it's not going to happen. We have to do the headlines while I hit Alan Dodgen. <laughs> News headlines. The Communications Workers' Union has confirmed it's taking the Royal Mail to court over its recruitment of 30,000 temporary staff during the postal strikes. Police are appealing to internet users to pass on a new video which features fresh images of how Madeleine McCann might look now. She vanished during a family holiday in May 2007. And a new guide from Lonely Planet puts London in the world's top ten best value destination, thanks to the falling value of the pound. Here he is, your very own Hugh Broom. Thank you very much, Steve. Good morning. Uh, if you are heading on to the... OK, where do they do the wrestling in Thurrock? The know. Circus Tavern. Now, that's not the Circus... Everybody said the Circus Tavern is in Thurrock. That's not the Circus Tavern at Purfleet, is it? Is that where they do it? Where they have... They used to have these Sunday sport road shows there. It used to be quite a, a venue, whether it is now. I can't believe there'd be two Circus Taverns. Sounds like a pub. It's, it's, a, it's quite a big venue, but they, um, they used to hold different things there. It was famous for... I thought it was famous for, actually, just different things. Uh, Ray and Barkingside, you've forgotten. I thought you might have done. Thurrock is famous for the cement industry, says Chris. Is it? And Lynn in Bushy said, I was all snug snuggled up listening to your witty banter. After a real fit of the giggles, I've now been banished to the kitchen. 
Oh, it's such a shame. Especially after the funny line that I did on the programme. Very funny. Uh, Jan says, the Circus Tavern is in Thurrock. I live uh, there too, unfortunately. Love to Alan. Love good. back to you. Love back. And Trish says they have they have wrestling at the Circus Tavern. I'm trying to find some... It says Perfleet. It says Circus Tavern. It, that's Perfleet. what I thought. Yes, Perfleet, I think, is yeah. probably Thurrock. Uh, Steve, not feeling so good today. I've got gammon flu. Ooh. Went to the hospital with swine flu, but they cured me. Well, it okay. doesn't look... Sorry, I've just looked What's at that? the venue. Yes, it's a bit naff. It's, it looks very naff. It, it's, it's a little bit 70s, I think. <laughs> Lakeside is in Thurrock. Thurrock Circus Tavern. Uh, Steve, don't forget you owe Alan money for your uh, bet last week about Rachel. Oh, yes, thank you for reminding me on that one. What was that for? That was because you bet that she was going to win, yeah. and I said she was not going to win. I don't remember that at all. I think, well, was... well, I think there's evidence on the podcast. <laughs> Plus, the listeners have uh, now reminded us. Thank you. <laughs> and I think it was £60, I believe. <laughs> Do you know, honestly, this this from the man who gets bought breakfast every week. Excuse me, excuse me. I offer, and yeah. every week yes. I try to pay. And every week he always goes, oh, I'll, I'll just have to go to the bank machine. Oh, I haven't got my bank card with me. So I always go, it's all right, Alan, Damn. I'll actually pay. Doesn't It doesn't bother me. I don't mind paying. Listen, I'm more than happy to pay this for your entertaining lies. conversation. Lies, Billy. <laughs> uh, hello, Dodger. Hello. That's Patsy. Oh, hello. Isn't Thurrock where the Blue Water Shopping Centre is? No, that's Blue Water. This <laughs> <laughs> is Blue... No, is it Thurrock? No, Thurrock, Lakeside no. is at Thurrock. Lakeside's Thurrock. Lakeside's Blue Thurrock. That's why. Lakeside is, is Thurrock. <laughs> and, uh, and Sarah says, I watched Peter Andre this morning. Must have been, I thought he was quite good, surprisingly. He did say a few silly things to Rosemary Schrager. Gee, I can't bear her. I cannot bear her. You know, nothing worse than overweight cooks, I'm afraid. She turns up with, uh, with Alan Titchmarsh on his show. I think so, which one is she? She's the big, fat one. She's huge. Was she the one that... She that... always looks like she's dripping sweat into all the food dishes. She, did she used to have a series? She has had a series, yeah. Called... Was she part one of the, um... Big Fat... No, 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 no. no she which wasn't... one are you talking about? No, What's she... her name? Rosemary Schrager. S-C-H-R-A-G-E-R, I think it is. Uh, and you're right, we start doing Jolly Old St Nicholas very shortly, not just yet. Uh, woke Brian up laughing over the, <laughs> over the, uh, the joke you did, Steve. I yes, won't repeat was. it. She was one of the two... No, she wasn't. She was. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Clarissa Dixon Wright, and then there was the one who died, and she wasn't one of the big fat women, I'm afraid. Well, she looks like it. Well, she might look like it, but she isn't it. It's a gross insult to her. And she says, I didn't have popcorn in the cinema, <laughs> which is good. I like the Bee Gees. It was fantastic to see them, as all the people bombarded websites with, that uh, the Bee Gees singing live on Strictly Come Dancing. A friend of mine is uh, one of the uh, producers on the programme, and he said, they only sing live. They've never mimed in their life, actually. The Bee Gees. I think they did a Top of the Pops once, where they mimed, but uh, but didn't work at all. You know, we've got a new baby. That's the Rooney's delight. Coochie-roo, coochie-roo, coochie-coochie-coochie-roo. Coochie yeah. The grandmother's delighted. Oh, family look a bit dodgy, actually. Grandma, granddad, who's Wayne Rooney Sr. Obviously, obviously they like the name Wayne, or they're just a bit unimaginative, aren't they? <laughs> oh, family's called Wayne. Mother, Wayne. <laughs> Grandmother, Kai Wayne. Wayne. Kai yeah. Wayne. Kai Wayne. <laughs> Former Stone Roses singer Ian Brown's been arrested. You know, I don't know anything about him. I just know that people in Manchester go, oh, he's, he's very famous. Not this What's time he been round. Arrested for? Hitting his wife. Oh, good grief. Not very good, is it? No. Not very nice. And you might have been right that she And I tell been. you, I, I thought I'd gone balmy the other day when a man called Ben Gardner and his girlfriend Ilana were walking home from a Halloween party and they go to get a kebab and 
a gang of yobs confront them and they nick his girlfriend's Halloween hat. They, they, they steal it because they're stupid. And, um, and so he then remonstrates with them as you were doing. You know, excuse me, mate, have this hat, what are, you, what are you playing at? They lay into him. They kick him to death. What? He dies. He dies, murdered by these thugs. When they get you into prison, you murdering... I couldn't even use the word, I'd be getting into an awful lot of trouble. You're going to be in so much trouble. You know, big and powerful and a little... Ga- I was sitting on a bus the other day, coming back from Kingston, and a bloke gets on, and he's like the big RM, and he talked like this. He's white, and he's got a hoodie on, and he's talking to his mate. Yeah, do you know anybody from the Witten Posse, man? We're, doing, we're talking like this, on the, and I'm thinking to myself, there's one prat born every minute, they're always on my bus. And then he's going, yeah, because I got six ounces the other day, it cost me £116, right? How much are you paying for your whiz, man? And all this was man. It sounded a bit like Peaches Geldof, so I turned round, it turned out to be a bloke, I was a bit disappointed. Why well, can't, you know, has the world gone mad? And this man goes out, tried to, she was wearing a wig and a costume, they walk, what is even worse is over the road is the police station. The police station is over the road. And this man gets kicked to death uh, by a gang of louts. They punched... One of them punched her in the face. I tell you, matey, when they catch up with you, I hope they chop your bloody hands off. So they've not found them yet? No, not yet. They are investigating. And it it won't take them very long. They will be up in court. They will be... I mean, kicked... I mean, this is murder. And this is like an everyday occurrence in this country. Michael Caine said years ago, you never worried about things like this. You know, there were the Crays, the Richardsons and gangs like that. But they didn't go around murdering innocent people. They murdered people who had crossed them in some way, shape or form. Which, wrong though it might be, was completely different to today, where somebody takes something of yours, you get, excuse me, mate, give it back. The next thing you're trying to protect yourself is they're kicking the living daylights out of you on the ground. What shame. What shame. This, this gang, I tell you... I bet you're sitting at home bricking it at the moment, because very shortly there's going to be the... on the front door, and that's when your life finishes, pal. That, and punching a woman in the face, my God, I'll tell you, so just basically, if you get, like that if you bloody get, footballer. If you get approached by anybody now on the streets and they do something, like take something from you, the best bit of advice is actually just walk away from it. Yeah. Don't even risk trying to get... There's too many mentally ill people walking out there on the streets, people who carry knives, people who can't handle drink, people who are on drugs... And they think they're all big and clever. But they ha- seem to think it's big and clever to go to prison as well. But saying that... I think hanging, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring that back. But, you know, sometimes I worry about you on the streets. Yeah. In all seriousness, mm. in that... Because you, 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 you speak your mind. And the problem is, mm. people who speak their mind around these people are the ones mm. who are going to get themselves in trouble. Yes, but then I, I start dribbling and that kind of worries them because they're not really sure whether or not I've got swine flu yeah. or I'm about to launch myself and snog them. Yes. That always worries them a little bit. But basically, the message that's being handed out is, don't... You know, if anything ever happens to you, yeah. somebody takes me, walk away as quickly as you but can. But you see, what I want is, you know, something so simple. I don't want to see any little gangs of children anywhere. I want the police to disperse them immediately. Anybody out there walking around in more than fours, what are you doing? Nope, you go home. You go home, and what you start doing is you start dragging these stupid children's parents into court. Because quite clearly, if they can't bring children up properly, then they don't deserve to have children. Like that woman the other day. Fourteen children. The council have not let her keep any of them. They're all in care. So she keeps having children. Yeah, but the question is, what happens to innocent groups of children who are just getting together just for a bit of fun? Well, that's different. That's different. 
But I've sat on buses and I've watched kids walking through London in little gangs on a Friday night. I mean, I tell you, walking around London on a Friday night and a Saturday, I wouldn't want to be around it. Mind you, I don't like Twickenham on a Friday and Saturday night. Oh, central London. Central London is a pavements full of people. We came out of the theatre on the Friday night and there's pavements full of people Mm. walking to a new thing. I mean, I'm constantly aware of who's around me, what I'm doing. Wouldn't take money over cash point. All these l- lazy, bone-idle little so-and-so sitting by a cash point. You got some money, mate? No, get off your fat ass and work, for God's sake. The rest of us are working. Oh, I've, got, I've got a dog. I've got... Well, eat the dog. Eat the dog. Actually, do you know what happened the other night? The other night, I was outside, literally the bar, just outside Global here. All right. And I'm having a drink, waiting for some friends so we go for a meal. And this young lad comes over to me and says, Can I show you some card tricks, mate? And he was, he was uh, a magician. Oh, that's and nice. And he did some really amazing card tricks. Yeah. And I said, um, you're obviously after money. And he went, well, look, I'm 15, he went. I'm too young to work, uh, I can't get a job, and I just want to make some extra cash. So, you know, if you, I go around, I love doing my card tricks, I like practising, I yeah. want to show people. Oh, good what for do you him. Think? See, that, I applaud, it's just people who want to you. that's what I mean, he go, was wanting to work. Do you have enough money for a cup of coffee? And I think, well, how many cups of coffee are you able to drink in a day? I can do three, mm. and that's probably maximum. And it's people who sit there with a the little, they can't even be bothered to open their stupid mouths with homeless, not on drugs, please can you help? You think... Why don't you get off your ass and go and get a job? You can go and do washing up, you can clear glasses in pubs, you can do all sorts of things. Don't sit there, unless you're disabled, wasting my time. But this is what my point is. Yeah. You know, he had Good the, for him. He had the guts to go out there and work, and he was working. A little bit unwise, a 15-year-old walking around going up to strangers, but... Well, this is it, and he was walk- He was entering pubs and things doing it as well. So was, was he? Just, well, that's where I was, I was in this pub in this bit oh, in the right. he actually came... Ah, he was he a bit was, outside. He came into the bit outside, but yeah. he still had, you know, that area, you still had to be of age to get in there. Okay, he didn't look his age, and he may have been saying it as a bit of a sell. Yeah. But you never know. At least he was working for it, though. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I agree with that. That was my point. He's actually something. trying to do some work. Yes. It's like when you get people... There's a guy we've got in Kingston at the moment who does the uh, the robotic thing, and people stand there like they've never seen it before, and he's doing this, and I'm thinking, well, you know, it's something to do. Then we've got a bloke in Twickenham who attempts to play a violin. The stupidest person you've ever seen in your entire life. You've, I mean, you've never seen... He can't play the violin. He's been there for years. And people give him money. Yeah, well. <laughs> what, a, what a stupid person gives him money. It's only encouraging him. Go out there, get a job, do something. He's only drinking it and spending it on cigarettes and stuff like that. I hate people who don't work. It drives me mad. We all have to get up in the morning. I mean, Alan, not feeling his best today, all looking it, and got up and came in to the studio to give forth of his pronouncements, uh, um, however rubbish they might be. There's nothing standard about Morning, team. Coming up to eight minutes past six. Tuesday morning in London towns. Great to have your company. Great to have anybody's company, actually, I always think. Especially as I've seen the latest audience figures. Very good. Very good. So it's nice to have your company. I trust you all well. Actually, I've inadvertently said to you a minute ago. Yes. And Alan Dodge and I said, you know, all go and make yourself a cup of tea. Just before poor Matthew starts doing the news headlines. That's very rude of you. Very rude of me. I do beg your pardon. Go now. No, don't go now. <laughs> don't go now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be awful. One of these days they're going to work out radio figures and it's going to be done on a completely different system to, uh, to the one which they use at the moment. Which is so guilty with the radio. Well, it, well it, because I think there are fi- every, every time I go out, I meet people who listen to LBC. Well, constantly. Yeah, but constantly Lots bumping people into listen. people. Constantly. People going, oh, listen to you. Jamie Cullum yesterday, my new best friend, and he'll be on In Conversation this week. I actually told him in the interview, I said, God, you're good looking. You're going to make yourself ill. I know, but the choice, he was so nice, and I told him at the beginning of the interview, 
forgetting that he's not the tallest person. And I said, I'm, said, I'm terribly sorry, I said, it's only a little studio. Was he really. flirting with you? Sorry? Was he flirting they with you? They all do. You? They all do it. You know, From Gladys Knight to Jamie Cullum, they I've all do it. I told you before, they want to, you know, they obviously want to have a good interview. So, of course, they're going to be nice and flirt with you. Well, he did say, he said, this is the best interview I've had. Oh, here we go. In, in the last, this year. Really? Yeah. Right. What did you do that was so special in this interview? I gave him £50 just, so. to, just to sort of make you him, you know. Him. I paid him, yes. yes. He has a new album out, which comes out on Monday. So on Sunday morning, you'll hear Jamie Cullum. And, and I, I did say to him, he said next time, he said, because I said, I'm sorry I haven't got a keyboard for you to play. Oh, he, I wish he, you had. Oh, I know. He's amazing. I know he is. He's also very, sounds awful to say this, but he's actually quite ordinary. Mm. In, you know, down to earth. He's he's actually a very down to earth person. He's had the same friends for years. I bumped he into liked him in my watch. Square several times. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but you never look where you're going anyway, uh, well, do no, you? You're constantly doing that. It's in my way. Yeah. yeah. He liked my watch though. Oh, he you said because he's he's a fan of it's watches. He cl- sorry. It's an act, Steve. Really? He was flirting with you. He just wanted so to hold my hand. He just wanted to hold your hand. Oh right. He just it? wanted you to talk well about oh, him. Oh, you see, dumb. dumb. Well, it worked. Exactly. It worked brilliantly. I had a picture taken with him. Did he say you're now my new best friend? No, no I, exactly. I, I said that. You said that yeah. to him, didn't you? In fact, the moment we finished the interview, he couldn't remember my name at all. No, so and you asked him for his phone number, and he, he just yeah. wrote some random number yes. down, didn't and, he? and I've been ringing it all night, and it yeah. turns out to be a call box. I thought so. In Colnbrook. Yeah. Uh, it's on Move the bypass. On. Move on. I know. I, sh- I should, really. Yeah. But you'll hear it this week, between uh, seven and eight, which is good. Which is nice. So, I've got a very special how low today. Hello. Which, uh, which is lovely. It's a Dell laptop. You've only got 50 minutes to get your bids in. Last one went cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. Okay. This one's small, light enough to carry around town. How small does it say? It doesn't say. It must be small. I suspect it's 14 inches. <laughs> and apparently nowadays that's classed as small. Why do you suspect <laughs> so that? How depressed do you think we feel? Anyway, you can check your emails on the move, because it's got wireless enabled. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> sounds very good. I have to repeat it to you. And we're going to bring the hammer down at seven. Hopefully it won't be on the Dell, which would be nice. So at seven o'clock this morning, not one of these wait-all-day things. Isn't it a shame they can't bring it down a little bit early and then you can announce who the winner was? I know, I know, I know. That. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, but I think the, the people there don't actually wake up till seven o'clock. I don't think they're there oh, yet. Yeah. So we have to wait. Oh, right. So to play on this one, so you've got to work out the lowest unique bid. The lowest unique bid is a bid that is low and unique. <laughs> and nobody else has picked it. <laughs> to play, you text LBC... Small wonder more people listen to this programme. They go, have you heard this bloke, Steve Allen? Have a listen to this. See what he's getting away with. Text LBC, followed by your bid in pence. Send it to treble eight two one. So to bid, for example... 78 pence. You text LBC 78 and send that to treble eight two one. Competition ends at 7am this morning. You must be over 16. Entries are limited and cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. It's, it's, it's our Christmas bonus. It's a bit like a Brucey bonus, only it's a, it's a Billy bonus. A morning. Billy bonus. A Billy bonus. Actually, I haven't given people, incidentally, I know you're, you're worried about this, I haven't given people my Christmas list yet, but I am inquiring... Who's worried? Sorry? You're not worried. Are you not? Not worried in the slightest. Oh, right, because no. no point in buying me something I don't want. I'm hoping well, <laughs> that if, if you buy me a Christmas present, I mean, should you so, you know, desire to buy me, if I you want to be here next year, I always you know, buy if you something. want to be here next year on yeah, the programme on Tuesday, thanks. then I was thinking a Christmas present would be nice. I always get you a And Christmas this year, present. towels, uh, or Joe Malone or Penhaligon's oh, candles. you know I'll never be- buy you any candles. Pourquoi? You know why I don't agree with candles which are overpriced. 
But I, I think one pays for quality. No, I think you're not. No. I think one pays Well, for... I mean, it depends how much you're thinking of spending on. I mean, I'm, I presume you're thinking of spending something into just coming into treble figures. And... Treble figures. Oh, you know, I've paid treble figures in the past. Yes. I have. Yeah, for what? For, for certain items. Which what? Which then decide to give away. We well, how much were they weren't treble figures? What, no, you mean, not that. £12.50. No, because I'm, always, I'm asking everybody at the moment, you know, tell me what you want for Christmas, because I've got to start doing it now. I've always told you what I want for Christmas, but I never get it. I what? always end up getting a chocolate Santa or a Christmas tree and a you teddy get, bear. Yes. Paddington Bear was it last year, and I thought it was fabulous. I was very grateful. Thank you very much. I, I, I give all my contributors, and you can well imagine, ladies and gentlemen, as we're in these recession-hit times, you know, I'll be cutting back this year a little bit. Not... Not so as you notice, okay. but the chocolate Santa's out. Well, no, no, I don't mind. And the teddy bear. Why? And the candle and the chocolate. So it's just a bag. It's just a bag. This year, just a bag, yes. I don't, listen, but I do send give, it with, with Christmas whatever wishes. Whatever you give, I will be grateful and very yes. happy for. Well, just, just the label, then. Yours. I've already chosen what I'm getting. Oh, really? This, in, yes. in what, in what colour does it come? Well, it depends what Costco's got in stock at the time. Right, yes, yes. I thought it might be coming. This, just remember, I do know the Costco catalogue. This, this is you true. You cannot beat the hamper... <laughs> That I got last year. Oh, no. I saw The hamper, hamper last year was, was the biggest hamper we'd ever seen. Mm. And it came with toweling robes, champagne, vintage, came with vintage whiskey. In fact, there was so much in there that I, I put it up for auction in the office. Yes. Well, I, I was kind of told to put it up for auction in the office. And they were going to hold a raffle. And, um, and, the, and the staff you benefited. You, you don't have a paper towel holder, though, do you, in your, in your home? Pardon? You don't have a paper towel dispenser in your in your home. I, I do. Yes, do you? I do. I have yes, I do. How, I don't have one of the ones that sits on the wall that's plastic, which is spring loaded. I do have just uh, it just it's just a, a pole sticking up out of a wooden base. Oh yeah, yeah, that's okay then. Yeah, that's all right then. That's okay. That's okay, as long as you've got that one. That's yes, fine. I, I don't want anything else turning up. Thank you very well, much. Well, no, no, that just no. useful. But I- I- acceptable things would be what you know. I mean, I mean, actually, to be honest with you, I'm not. Um, Come on, tell me what you want. Well, last year's Christmas presents from Amanda are still sitting in the cupboard. They haven't actually moved from oh, the cupboard. Uh, at least he's still got them, Amanda. <laughs> he hasn't given them away to other people. I gave yours away to Petri's son. I know. Well, because she was more grateful. That was expensive. To be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, what on earth are you going to do with dog speakers? I've got no idea. This was an apparently original... He must have been down to Romford Market say, or something. Just, I'm not, I don't have it an was issue. the thought, but there was no thought. I don't have an issue with it just being the dog speakers. No. It was just the dog speakers, but it was the other items as well from well, the previous year. Oh, I've got those still. Where? What were they? You bought me a feng shui garden, yeah, ladies and, and gentlemen. Where's that? Sorry? Where is it? Um, exactly. You haven't got it. You've probably thrown it in the bin. I think it's in a landfill at the moment. In a landfill. Well, what do you expect me to do with it? And the stamps? It was about six inches by two inches. I mean, you couldn't even walk round it, ladies and gentlemen. If you can have a garden, at least be able to walk round it. But anyway, we have to do the headlines with Matthew, because he's now feeling a bit miffed about the whole thing. So, in between him, I, I know what to buy him for Christmas. What? Anything that's got booze in it. He's quite happy oh, with anything. No so, no, 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 he likes mince pies with 12-year-old whiskey in. Oh, Those, I know, well, it's, it, he tr- eats them at this time of the morning. We wouldn't. Let's have a quick check on the news headlines. Quarter past six. It's Matthew Schofield. The Royal Mail's been taken to court by the communication... W- 97.3. Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. 6.20 is uh, the time. We'll have a chat to, uh, to Darren Tossel. Have a nice hot cup of coffee in a moment. Do you know, it's so dark these mornings, and dark of an evening. When is the sun up today? Uh, oh, now you've asked. I don't know. Well, I've not heard it mentioned on the news. I didn't mention it, actually. Sunrise is 6.58. Oh, oh, just before we go off. Yes. And the trouble is, I was sitting in yesterday, and you look out the window and you think, oh, it's pitch dark, and it's gone. Mm. Really quickly, and you sit there, and I don't know about other people, but for some reason you all feel a bit miserable... During 
during the winter months. I mean, I'm normally quite good. I put the heating on. I'm quite happy. It doesn't bother me. But I kept looking out yesterday thinking, oh, it is miserable These out These early nights when the sun disappears always reminds me of when I was at school having to walk home from the, when the bus would drop me off. Yes. It was a good two-mile walk when we, pitch Oh, when we lived in Yorkshire, yeah. we were a good... I was a good, oh, probably mile and a half from home, down a long, windy country lane. In the middle of winter, all you heard was... Well, I had to cross, a, trees. I had to cross a river and swim... Well, I, I, I had to tackle marauding Aztecs and then fight bears. And I was I captured by cannibals. I had to escape <laughs> every night. I wish you were captured by cannibals sometimes. But, 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 it, but the whole thing is, we both had these long walks, yeah. and, um, and we didn't think anything about no, it. Nowadays, kids are picked up and driven around everywhere. Well, that's always been my, my bugbear. Mothers who get in four by fours in the morning, stick the kid on the back. Who, by the time they get to school, they're more asleep than they were if they got the bus. Okay. At least we were awake when we got home. I don't have a problem with the four by four bit. Oh, do you not? No, because no. you have a 4x4. Four four. I have a 4x4. Four four. Yes. I think most of us have, unless you've got a three-wheeler. And they're actually more economical than a lot of Yes, all right, cars. let's go down Thank that you. route. Uh, now, my friend Graham went to see uh, Neil's musical, Great Pretenders, at Upstairs at the Gatehouse okay. on Saturday. Neil is the lead singer of the Bootleg Beatles. Ah. And they're very good. You know, I have two favourite groups, the Bootleg Beatles and the Counterfeit Stones. Right. Love them to pieces. But anyway... Do you not Gra- like the Beatles or the Stones themselves? Well, because they, yeah, but both those groups are so good, I defy you to tell the difference. Well, it's the Beatles, though. I mean, I'm not a fan at all. <laughs> well, I like the Bee Gees as well. Oh, well, I, I haven't like seen the them singing live on, on Strictly. I was very pleased. But anyway, so Neil's musical is called Great Pretenders. It's upstairs at the Gatehouse on Saturday. And one of the people who runs the theatre is a huge Steve Allen fan. Gets up at 5am every morning to listen. Her name is Katie. Katie. So, Katie... There. It says, incidentally, the musical's really good and it's on till the 15th of November. It's got a website, www.upstairsatthegatehouse.com. We can have a look. It's a little, it's a little theatre. Little theatre. Uh, apparently Roger Foss was in the other day to see it, so I hope he liked it, actually. What's it called? Upstairs? Upstairs at thegatehouse.com. Upstairs at thegatehouse.com. OK. Uh, incidentally, for all those people who are asking... One, I forgot what it is, actually, now. pound thirty-two wasn't it, for the... Um, for the last one, one pound twenty-six, the last last laptop. Nick Ferrari this morning. David Cameron will be in discussing a new charity he's supporting that provides tickets to musical events for war veterans. Do you know? Isn't it amazing? There was a man standing outside the front door yesterday. Courtney and I were watching him. He was selling poppies, and we have a lot of poppies on the the desk here at Global. When you come in, there's about three three trays of poppies, and everybody should be wearing one. But it's it's quite ridiculous because they've now been told poppy sellers from the Royal British Legion don't stand there rattling a tin in front of somebody. Because apparently it's intimidating. So can I ask, please, why chuggers have not been kicked off the streets? Why people who jump out in front of you and go, hello, have you got two minutes? Well, I tell you, I let fly with a torrent of abuse. Oh, I do as well now. I do. Because you should not stand there and listen to these people. Because they, all they're doing is they're lining their own pockets. Most of them are actors. Have you noticed that? They've got well, their thing. Work. Hello, they're, have you got two minutes? It's a job for them. It's a job for them. And you go, wait a minute, so how much are you looking for me for? Uh, well, probably, you know, th- three or four pounds a month. How much are you getting? You're getting eight pounds an hour, are you? Which is what they're earning. That's why you don't entertain chuggers. And you also do not, and I've told you a million times before, give your credit card details to a person on the street who you do not know. Well, the thing is, how do you know if they're genuine anyway? Well, exa- well because they, they show you a badge. But anybody can make a badge. You can make it on I the internet. I know. But uh, now... In Newcastle, somebody went in to buy a poppy and they said, Where, where's the tin to put the money in? And the woman said, well, it's under the counter. Somebody stole the last one. 
How do they steal it? They just pick up these tins oh. and walk out. Well, we've seen people doing it before. What's wrong with Let's face it, if people will kick somebody to death for daring to ask for their Halloween hat back, they'll steal a poppy tin. It's disgraceful, it really is. If I won 90 million this week, on the, I'm giving a million straight away to the Royal British Legion. It's as simple as that. Uh, Yasmin Alibi-Brown will be in to take a look at the uh, papers. And, uh, and Bill Rammel will be standing by to answer your questions on the war in Afghanistan. So all of that and more. And should schoolgirls be able to send a text to get the morning after pill? All of that and more with Nick Ferrari. How, where, what, how does that arrive in your phone? How does that happen? Do you sort of tip it at the bottom and the pill drops out? Or do you order something? it or something? I don't know. <laughs> have to listen to Nick this morning and find out, won't well, you? I certainly will. Otherwise you won't find out. You, you won't know these things. Uh, very quickly... Um, Children and people can get away with violence, says Carol, because they'll be pampered in prison and have human rights. Oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? The amount of lawyers now that protect people. Sorry, what have you been doing, mate? Well, I've been staging fake accidents for years and, uh, and claiming off the insurance companies. Mm. Small wonder for us honest, decent citizens out there, there's always a bunch of crooks. I tell you, hanging, too good for most of them. Too good. I've only got to watch, you know, something on the television where they rip off elderly people. There was a man yesterday, tarmacking drives, ripping off elderly people, blatantly stealing from them. I mean, you just find it unbelievable that these people can go out there. You know, I'm sorry, any other country, they'd be found hanging by the side of the road. Over here, we'd make a television programme about them. Um, another one here, very quickly. Uh, and this is from um, Canon Peter Bruinvels. He says, we had a, a poppy launch at uh, High Down in Banstead. I'm very sad to report, we've had two poppy tins stolen for Leatherheads. It, is it, was it Bruinville? Brunvilles, thank you. Thank you for that, Hugh. And uh, they had one stolen from Superdrug and tin stolen from Threshers and East Molsey's Subway. Isn't that absolutely unbelievable that this pond life will go out there? So, good news for the public support. Bad news for those people who, who thieve, I'm afraid. I just find it dreadful. But they do need some help with distributing poppies in Kingston, Walton and Weybridge. Any volunteers out there? Give them a hand. They'd be very, uh, very, very grateful. Uh, the Surrey headquarters in, in Leatherhead. There is a phone number, 01372 386 500. 01372 386 500. Want to go out there and rattle some tins? You know, perhaps we should get the chuggers to go out there and actually do something worthwhile for a change. Actually get people to buy a poppy. I can't believe people steal tins. I find it absolutely horrendous. I'm terribly sorry. I just I get so angry about that. I, I'm, I get told off because I can't use the kind of language I would want to use about these people. Scum would be a, a fairly popular one, I think. And uh, James is a, a paper boy, listens every morning as he's doing his little rounds. Oh, there are still paper boys around, that's good to hear. Well, paper boys and paper girls. Of course. We should be paper mentioning... Paper people. Sorry? Paper people. <laughs> no, not paper people. Pa- well, what's wrong no, with No, there's that? not paper people. Paper Sorry, people I... now, isn't it? No. Did you used to do origami at school? I still do it. Yes, uh, yes I know. And, yes. and very pretty the corn dollies are, but very uh, good. I think enough is enough already. Right. And Leicester Square, incidentally, if you missed the beginning of the programme, looks so festive and Christmassy. No, it doesn't. Not yet. It doesn't. You just saw a little bit it, of white paper on the floor and you thought it was Christmas. And they, they've sprayed the trees. They haven't. And, they haven't. Don't listen to it. And it's, it's lovely. And it's, it's a Dickensian Christmas. God bless us, everyone. And it's all out there and people all love right, it. All right, Governor. All right, Governor. You know, is that turkey still available in the shop on the corner? I don't think he says the word turkey in it. I think you'll find it's th- bird. Doesn't no, he, he says... big bird. No, the little kid goes... Oh, what? what oh, no, it's a turkey, I think. Are you sure it's a turkey? I'm not sure it is a turkey. Well, be, I don't know, I but I mean, frankly, I've seen the state of his house. I wouldn't want to cook in the kitchen. It looks disgusting. Well, that's true. And that's also... Goes, and there's a shilling for it in you. Two, if you run back quickly enough. They don't have a, an oven big enough for that bird. 
It's huge. They don't have an oven it's big enough. It's still there, Gov, that one, says this little kid, who you want to slap. And he goes running off, and then he can't carry it back, and then he gets mugged. And it's fantastic. <laughs> and it's another happy Dickensian <laughs> Christmas. Mind you, better than crawling up chimneys, I suppose, isn't it? It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. It's LBC 97.3. I'm in such a good mood today. This is LBC... I was thinking, listening to the uh, the people shouting for Leona Lewis, it would have been nice if you could find somebody in this day and age, you know, could actually go, do you know, I've listened to Leona's album, it's very good indeed, and <laughs> I shall be buying it. Both, Leona, Leona! <laughs> Can't we find anybody who can speak properly now? She's with the people. I know she's with the people, but, it, I mean, years ago it would have been, do you know, it's a jolly decent album, that, you know, and I think we're <laughs> going to acquire it and, and play it on our radiogram. <laughs> Nowadays you go, oi, Leona, love you, love you, John and Edward, love you! <laughs> They're buying all your record. <laughs> anyway, sadly, no mince pies for you today. Oh, not again. No. Oh, and and yeah. they're sitting in the cupboard. Oh. If you're not careful, they'll be going past their sell-by. I shall have to give them to Courtney, because he likes the mince pies does as he? well. He does. He's big into the mince pies with the whiskey in. Mm. So yesterday, your Don't Tell the Wife, sixth oh. out of ninth. That wasn't so good. Uh, you lost £2, £61.66. Actually, it's, it's quite good that you're not getting mince pies. As Alex said, uh, Mr Cushing would say it's a good thing because it's not Christmas, because you know that, that the small one won't eat anything unless it's at Christmas time. So, in other words, if it's a satsuma, uh, they are for Christmas, so he won't right. eat them until Christmas. I mince see. pies, he won't eat until Christmas. You can't force a nut in his mouth. I mean, God knows, I've tried over the years. <laughs> and and he, he won't eat them. He said it, it's Christmas and it's too early. Yes. Christmas light switch on tonight. It certainly is. And isn't Leicester Square looking festive? Oh, it is, isn't it? Oh, don't you start as God, well. No, it's Leicester's lovely. Frosted one. Christmas trees it. everywhere. Thank you. Oh, it's beautiful. Isn't it delicious? Yeah. I love stuff like could that. eat it. Yes, you could. Well, you can't because you're not doing anything no. at all. Casbo came second for Alex, so he could have had a winner if he'd gone each way. £19.15. Uh, today... Well, incidentally, says, for those who were up at 4am this morning, the Emirates Melbourne Cup was won by Shocking from Crime Scene and Mullian. Good. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so today's selection, the three-tenant Catterick Lordship win only. Uh, they also go at Exeter in Kempton. I'm going with the four-tenant Catterick, and I'm a bit concerned about this one, to be honest, mm, Steve. Yeah, um, okay. I think it might be an omen. Go on. No Wonga. No Wonga. What a... So, no Wonga will this horse win. <laughs> well, more like there will be no Wonga there in my pocket no Wonga, with this yeah. horse. It'd be think. nice to think. be nice to think, though. But uh, we keep our fingers crossed because, I say, if there is, there's a mince pie in it. Hooray! It's an incentive for you. It is. Hooray! Otherwise, Courtney gets them. Hooray! We'll talk tomorrow. Bye. Take care. There he goes. Matthew Schofield. <laughs> uh, Gladys says, I shall watch Loose Women today to see if Robbie scans the audience with his boggle eyes again. Ooh. Oh, no, oh. He'll, he'll be doing the naff Robbie flirting. He looks a bit desperately sad at his he'll age. He'll be very good. He'll be rubbish. And Peter Andre will be rubbish doing Paul O'Grady. Yesterday was Fern Britain. We like Fern. Don't ever wear leggings again, love. OK, just thought I'd mention it. Can I just say, yeah. the, um, the, fans, the fans of Leona seemed a little bit, um, <clears throat> what should I say, chavvy. Yes. Well, that's what I've said. Why can't you have somebody saying, you know, Fiona, uh, Leona's album is marvellous. Yeah. We get, the, the wife and I are going to buy it and we're going to listen to it on Christmas it Day. It was superb. After the Queen's speech. It's going to be marvellous. It really is. As opposed to, what? Oh, 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 lovely. That's the trouble. They do shout. Have you seen the JLS fan? Why? It's the same girl. <laughs> Alexandra Burke. Why? See the face you pull when you do that? Yeah. That's the face for the photos today. Yeah. Photos, so I'm looking particularly smart. Having, having changed the shirt three times this morning, because the first one creased, even after I took it off the hanger. 
back to the laundrette for me today. Uh, let's have a chat to Darren, find out where we're going to go, apart from Leicester Square, which is covered in snow. And it's all very festive. God blesses everyone. And here's Darren. Good morning. 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 Where are we off to today? Or tomorrow? Um, well, it's fireworks time, so go to lbc.co.uk for a full list of everything that's going on oh, around lovely. London. Do an organised yeah. display. I mean, I, I do do a, a few little bangs at home. <laughs> but uh, to be honest with you, I'm not this year. I thought you were more of a Roman candle person. I am actually, strange enough, or a Mount oh. Vesuvius. Yeah. A slow burner, but a big eruption at the end. It's, you know, it's or, well worth it. Or a cartwheel, spinning cartwheel. No, no, Catherine wheels, not cartwheels. Catherine oh, well. wheels. Cartwheels. Well, I thought you did cartwheels up and down the patio. I used to when I was younger, but not anymore. <laughs> I yeah. can't do it now. I just, I just look <laughs> silly. They're all on the website, lbc.co.uk, along with um, presenters' favourite London. <gasps> Mine are fab. Well, yes, they are. Oh. Only because I took you there to most of them. Oh, that's right. Take the gloss <laughs> off. Yes. And talking of Christmas, it's ice skating time again. Hooray! From the 5th of November down at the Natural History Museum, the ice skating rink is open. Looking advanced. Let's all go. That. We go ice skating. We should all go day. ice skating. Yeah. Is it proper ice? Of course it's... What sort of ice do you think? Well, because in some of these places, they have this... Is it fake ice? It's, it's, it's like... It's like a polystyrene thing. It's not actually ice. And you no, skate on this stuff. This is proper ice. And it proper goes... Ice. You can tell these seasons are getting longer. From November the 5th now till January the 17th. Oh, yeah. And while you're down there, um, it's the Wildlife Photographer of the Year exhibition again. That's just opened, and that's on until April the that's 11th. Nice. I think Last they're going to do... Are they going to do that big... Um, thing up at Hyde Park they did last year where they bring in all the they big are. funfair rides. Yeah, that's, that's We'll have to do a day up there, and You'll like that. I will like that. You can that. go and get a toffee apple, Ooh. and you can you can watch people ice skating. I'll bring my ice skates. Yeah, well, don't toffee you hide apple, them there. Ice no, I will. Yeah, a toffee, toffee apple ice skating, about £100. Yeah, so you have to buy tickets for the rides. They say this ride costs two tickets or this ride costs... But they've got a big Ferris, big Ferris wheel. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Really, I mean, really good. It was, it was good last year. It wasn't, wasn't much to do. You have to queue forever and it's kids going on rides. But it's worthwhile watching. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? You can see wildlife photographer of the year exhibition instead. Much more um, cultural... Last chance to see After Darwin, Contemporary Expressions. That's uh, finishing on the 29th of November. Mm-hmm. And also on the 5th of November, at that lovely building next to you, the National Portrait Gallery, it's the Taylor Wessing Photographic Portrait Prize 2009. And that runs until the 14th of February. Excellent. All these things that are running through to February. Is that, is that the place we went to the other week? That portrait gallery? Is that the one we went to? Uh, we've been to the portrait gallery, Yeah, was yes. that the one we went in? Uh, but yes, we went to the restaurant there. No, no, no. We actually went into a portrait gallery. Do, do you actually remember anything you do with me? Who are you? Yeah, exactly. I was just going to wonder. I don't think I've been, I've been with Darren we to the into... portrait gallery. No, Not no. you. You have been. I haven't. You have been with me to the portrait. Because we went in. Wait, this is when you're oh. about to remember. We went in thinking it was free. And we tried to walk into a section. And they told us we had to pay. Little thing in your mind. It wasn't me. Memories. It was you. Uh, well, what paintings did you see while you were there? Yeah, what paintings? We didn't, because you had to pay in the end. No, you haven't got to pay oh, in the portrait mate. gallery. It's free. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I just, honestly... Well, I've, section, you well I've never been with you. You took me in. You took me in. Well, Darren will tell you, I've been in there, we've been in the portrait gallery, Many and we've times. been in the national gallery, we've never paid a no, penny no, piece. No, no, you didn't have to pay to go into the portrait gallery. You paid to come out. No, there was a section within... <laughs> this is like... Oh, no, so you make that was the toilet. Work. You had to pay a pound to go to right, the toilet. fine, thank you. Sorry, Darren. Sorry. Well, I've never paid to go in. Did you have to pay, no, Darren? No, we didn't pay. Are you still here? You, you don't pay to go in, but they do have paying exhibitions. Thank you. Yes, but I've, I mean, so I've... What, paint, 
What free paintings did you see, Alan? Yeah, what free I, paintings? Well, I can't remember. I, well, there you go, you see, because you didn't actually go with that, because it was we another went, one of your dreams. We weren't looking for the free parts. We were going for this particular section, which we thought was free, but when we got there, we tried to walk in, and they said, I'm sorry, sir, have you got a ticket? And we said, no. I don't know why you think this is me. <laughs> it was you. You took me in. Well, what time of the day was this? This was after we did the show. This is about 10 o'clock in the morning. It was one of those late mornings when you had nothing to do, and I had to look after you for a little while before the, you know, the social workers came. I don't know what, the only time we've ever been to the portrait gallery is we've had something to eat in the restaurant. In the, in the, yes, that was Which I paid week. for again. It's fine, here we go. <laughs> anyway, Darren, thank you. Give him a banger. Yes, I wish. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, he's obviously got me confused with some other tall, attractive person that he's been out with in London, but it's certainly not me. We'll talk to Darren on Sunday. Looking forward to you already. Thank you very much indeed. Darren's back with us on Sunday sorting out your computer problems. It wasn't me. It was you. It was, I know you think it was. No, I know it was you. It was, listen, oh, dear. <laughs> Sometimes you get so cross, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Don't forget. Is it going to be? Well, that's what I want to know. Exactly. It's not me. It was. We didn't go in. I don't know why you think we're in there. Uh, I've encountered many chuggers in Borough High Street, says Peter. Uh, I complained to one charity. They referred me to an organisation where the chuggers book pictures. Yes, but there are agencies. There are two agencies that book chuggers. And so what will happen is if, if you're chuggers, the people who jump out in front no, of no, you. No, but why are they called chuggers? Uh, I don't know why they're called. Charity muggers. Ah, right, charity sorry, muggers. Oh, that's right, I didn't was. know. Right, okay. And so what happens is, uh, a charity will go to them and they, they'll say, oh, right, we'll, we'll, we'll raise you £60,000. Unfortunately, it's going to cost you about 200000 uh, because you've got to pay for all these people. So these people go out there, they put on the jacket, they've learnt their, their script. The spiel. And then they jump on people, mainly students they jump on in Kingston. Really? Mainly. They're almost as bad as the other men who jump out in front of you and they target women and they're hairdressers. And they're looking to offer discount. They're picking on people who, ha- who have their hair coloured. So they go, listen, we can do you the special deal here. As far as I'm concerned, it's called begging. And the police should clear these chuggers off the street. They're neither funny. I find them very intimidating. Very, very intimidating. And unfortunately, students, being a bit dim, stand there and listen to this spiel for ages because they've got nobody else to talk to. Somebody's only got to say, hello, you look nice. In fact, I saw one the other day. And her, her trick was to pick on a piece of jewellery that somebody had. Because I saw a three-touch. That's really... Excuse me, where did you get that brooch from? Oh, by the way, listen, have you got two minutes? Only two minutes. Come on, just two, two little minutes. And, of course, it goes into 15, and all they want is your credit card. They're not interested in anything else. They want your credit card. Don't ever give it to them. Oh, it's when photographers come up to you and say, you could model. Really? You could model. Come over to my when, studio. When... I'll take some photos for you, but then you have to pay for the photos. People have said that to you? Oh, well, all the time, yeah. I get stopped in the street all the time, Steve. People from London Zoo, is it, maybe? Because apparently the, the heffalump couldn't be photographed that day. Mind you, the place I'd like to see you standing is in the middle of Oxford Circus on this new way of getting you across the road. Not only side to side, but from each corner. It's a bit like doing a game show on the television. Do you know how much they paid for this thing? 100000 Keep going. So, let me just explain what yeah. they've done. It, for, those of, for those of you who've not been to uh, Officer Circus, and I'm sure there's hardly anybody who has one of my favourite pieces uh, of yeah. London. Well, all they've done is taken the barriers away from the corners. You remember they had those big metal barriers mm. went around the corners, and that you could only cross over actually Oxford Street itself, so from south to north of Oxford Street. Then you'd have to cross across Regent Street. Uh-huh. You can never go diagonal. What they've done is taken away all those barriers, mm-hmm. painted the, uh, the ground so you can see the crosses and, the, and where, basically wherever you can cross. Come on, you said 100,000. Yes. Yeah. Nowhere near. Come on, keep going. What, a million? Oh, God. keep going. Two million. Keep going. Three. No. Five. Yeah. Five, five million? Five, I think it's something... Shouldn't they've got different quotes from people? Five point My next-door neighbour can do million. a round circle and paint crosses over it. I'd have done this for half a million. Yeah. 
I could have done it for less. I'd have done it for a hundred thousand. I've done it for less. Uh, Twenty thousand pound. <laughs> we have to take a short break. Apparently, five million pounds. That's pounds. ludicrous. This is LBC ninety-seven. Steve Allen. If you feel grumpy, apparently it's good for you. If you feel like a sourpuss today, so it's a bit Allen. Uh, it's, it, it may not be a reason to frown, for according to research, being grumpy makes us better at decision-making. I think it does. Isn't that good news? That's why I've been in a bad mood for the last 30 years. It's good, isn't it? I quite like that idea, because people say, you're very miserable, aren't you? So I've never been happier. I thrive on other people's misery, it has to be said. <laughs> you know, the more miserable Alan Dodgen is when, when, when he comes in, the happier I, I can become. You know, I don't know why. It's the, the fact that as long as I can make him cry at some point during the programme, I'm very, very Isn't happy. Isn't that just nasty? It Isn't is, Isn't that I know. just so nasty that you, you thrive in that? I do thrive on yeah, it with you, you. It's lovely. I don't know why, it just makes me happy. Yeah, it's thanks. a gift from God. It really is. <laughs> uh, don't forget the how low details in a moment. You know when you go into a restaurant, there was a, a sketch by Victoria Wood some years ago where they're there and the lovely Celia Imrie, who is just a, a delight, just a delight. If ever you could have two mums, she'd have to be my second mum. I think, definitely, because she's just wonderful in everything she does. And, um, and Victoria Wood's queuing up. She's going, oh, we'll have a cup of tea, I think. She goes to Julie Walters. And uh, Celia Emery goes, uh, goat's milk, cow's milk. And she goes, oh, I don't know, goat's milk, cow. Well, which one do you want, Mum? And she goes, oh, I think, well, well, cow. She goes, cow's over by the milk stand, uh, by the, uh, the hat stand. And how many different milks are there? Whole cow's milk, 1% fat cow's milk, goat's milk, soya milk, almond milk, sheep's milk, rice milk, buffalo milk, oat milk and raw milk. Have you ever heard of any of those? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, you would have done, wouldn't you? Well, no, you've heard of goat's milk. sandal-wearing You've heard of goat's milk. Yes, I've heard of that, but I've never heard of some of the other ones. Rice milk. What the dickens is that? Yeah, I've heard of that. Oh, they had that at home. Yeah, I've heard that. Vegetarians try all this balmy stuff. You're obviously not educated enough, Steve. No, it's the people, you know, it's vegetarians. It's like, oh, let's go around the supermarket. Oh, look, rice milk. Well, have some of that. How many cars travel Mm. along Oxford Street and Regent Street every hour? Three. Three. <laughs> I don't know. Four. That's probably true. It's yeah, probably on, true. Know, on, How many travel? Because nobody seems to be travelling. They seem to be permanently How many stuck go in a traffic jam. All right, hour. I Come heard. Um, hundred. Uh, no, t- every hour. Every hour. Uh, well, no, the cars aren't no, allowed on Oxford oh, Street. Goodness sake. It's, it's a trick question. It's not a trick question. Hey. The junction. At least it's festive in Leicester Square. The junction. Oh, <laughs> bless us, everyone. <laughs> the junction. It's so hard work, isn't it? Really. It really you know, sometimes it's just impossible. I just isn't wonder. It? You can always tell. Steve's had a chocolate biscuit. Is he's gone out the window? The junction. Yeah. Oxford Circus. Yes. Where cars are allowed. Three thousand. Oh, okay. Three thousand. No, twelve hundred. All right. Okay. But now. Yeah. How many pedestrians, oh, though, for goodness sake. every hour? And how many were called, this, you know, this is peak Letitia? Hours. This is peak hours. <laughs> peak, how many pedestrians? At peak hours. 15,000. Oh, no, keep going. More. Oh. 60. 12 billion, says 12 the billion. producer. <laughs> but she, of course, does rice milk, so no. let's hope 32, for everybody. 32,000. Yeah, OK. Right. That's a lot. Yeah. 32,000. Have you ever stood... Uh, anyway. <laughs> Waterloo Station, the other day, I'm standing there, and I'm watching the trains coming in, and the Reading train disgorges passengers, and there are hundreds and thousands of people. And this is every hour another train arrives, or every 35 minutes. You've never seen, like, these huge hordes of people that come into London. And I'm thinking, why can't LBC be piped onto the trains? Why can't LBC be piped on the buses? So, in other words, you're sitting there because you could put a smile on something and they wouldn't want to get off the bus. They'd be going, I think I'll go an extra stop. Well, you haven't got a ticket for that. Well, I'm listening to Steve Allen. Actually, why don't they um, I don't know. put music on? You could do it buses. quite easily. You could easily do it. Easily do that. Mm. 
on the buses and on the tubes. I know we've got the LBC taxis, but I'd love to get on a bus. And they go, and on the 37 route, you can listen to Steve Allen this morning. People, people could be texting in. People could text in. Going, from, which, which bus are you on? I'm on the 32. Yeah. Well, we get that now with sort of a lot of bus drivers and things like that. But, I mean, it's, it would be great, wouldn't do it? Bus drivers have radios. Yes, of course they do. do. They? Oh, God, heavens above. Do you mean, yes, absolutely. of course they do. Eight think. minutes left. What for? Before we kick you out. Uh, seven minutes on the how low. Hello. It's a Dell laptop. Very quickly, you've got to get them in. Quick, 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 quick. Don't waste any more time. Small and light up. I think it's a 14-inch screen. It'll be between... It's round about that, actually. Person with the lowest unique bid wins, and the lowest unique bid is a bid that nobody else makes. Hammer comes down at 7am to play. You text LBC, then your bid in pence, and you send that to 8821. So to bid, say, for example... 72. 72 pence. You text LBC, 72, just the numbers, and send that to 8821. This competition finishes in six minutes' time. You must be over 16. Don't want any cheating. Entries are limited and cost £1.50, plus your standard network rate. So get in there quickly, OK? So come on, come on, come on. It could be your turn to win the Dell laptop today, which is lovely, especially uh, as uh, Christmas is around the corner, which is good news. I like that. I like that. Lights being turned on all over the place. And um, how to deal with chuggers. Say, one, go away. Two, I said, go away. And three... You then use the rude word. Because it's when they jump out in front of you. I find it an obstruction. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. It's like, I was in Mark Suspense yesterday, there's a man who's been allowed to sit inside, and he leant forwards and rattled his tin in front of me. I thought they weren't allowed to Well, rattle. they're not supposed to. It's called begging, and begging is illegal in this country, and I, I get, get very cross about it, you I'm do. afraid. You do. I do. Mm. Because I think there are other people who are intimidated, and they would go, so. oh, I'll give you some money. Whereas you shouldn't have to be intimidated. I'm intimidated every time I see Alan Dodgen walking on a Tuesday. Oh, I wasn't expecting that, was I? No, you weren't. No, I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so, uh, that's good, anyway. So, we, we've all agreed this morning, bring back hanging, that's fine. And, um... Have we? We all agreed that, do we? Yes, I think so. Who, who agreed? Well, because I think we're, we're, we're too lily-livered. We're, we're sort of a little bit too wet and drippy when it comes oh, to I the agree. courts. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think we need to really... There is no the deterrent in this country at all. You go to prison... And now you can punch somebody in the face in a nightclub, get 18 months and be out probably in about six. Mm. Luckily with no career or no job, so that's good news for that footballer. But that's, that's what's so stupid about it. Good behaviour. I'm sorry. No such thing as good behaviour. You're in prison. They say it's life. It should be life. I know it's an old cliche, but it should be. It's absolutely ridiculous to think that people get murdered on the street now just for saying, excuse me, can I have my property back? And somebody somewhere... Will take offence, and then a whole crowd of people lay in, and this man dies. As I say, be very afraid if you were part of that gang out there it's near horrible. Croydon. It's horrible that, that to be safe these days, you've got to walk away. Yeah, you've got to just let them How do, do you it. Elderly people away? feel who are frail, who can't get out and can't do the things that they would like to do because London has changed so much. Not just London, the whole country. People who fiddle benefits, people who cheat. You know, unruly neighbours. God, I mean, the one thing we used to do years ago was get on with our neighbours. Yeah. You know, that's what you did. You know, you go, hello, Mrs. Johnson. I make, I make it's a shame as he was called Brian, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I make a conscious decision now to talk to my neighbours. Of course you should. I do. They Some people... Talk to me. Well, that I can understand. <laughs> in a strange, bizarre way, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, thank you very much indeed for your uh, company this morning. You're more than welcome. No, not you. I'm talking to the listeners. Oh. Talking to the well, listeners. Why are you looking so... at me when you say that, then? Well, because I've got to look at somebody, haven't I? Oh, it's either that or the flocked wallpaper behind your head. Fine. Which is nice. Fine. But uh, Alan will be back with us soon. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's, that's all I'll tell you. Mainly because I'm not sure either. Probably, probably next week or the week after. I will do my best for next week. Be good. And isn't Leicester Square looking festive? Yes, it looks great. Because the lights are going on. And it's, oh, I love no, it. No, it's going to look fabulous later. It does. It's all it looks finished. Nice. It looks are the kids amazing. still on holiday? Are they no, I don't think so. I think they're all back now. Are they back? Yes, because okay. I've noticed the roads have got busy again. No, oh, that's why. Yeah. Isn't it a pleasure when all of a sudden the kids are on holiday and the roads aren't full up with exactly. people taking the kids to school? Mind you, I was a kid once, many, many, many you years walked. ago. We, we had to. We, we had to in our yeah. day. Couldn't get there any other way. As I was oh, say, no. my mother would have laughed if you'd said, Mum, can you get the car out and take us to school? What? Horse and cart, come on. So. The bus stops down the road, so off you go. How we paid, I can't remember. I suppose we must have paid, or perhaps we had a travel car. Well, ours, ours was um, a school bus. Oh, right. So the school provided it. Yeah, it was we... still a good two and a half mile walk. Yes, absolutely. Over hills and mountains. That's and right, and dales. Dales. Yes. And then you sort of had to sort of swim the last mile. <laughs> I had to push a bike up a cobbled street with loaves in the front yes, of it. Yes, exactly. That's in trouble, that, that place, actually. They're saying that the hill's falling down. They need to sort of put it back together. Nobody's got any money. How can they I'm just being topic. Just being topical, oh, right? right? Okay. Anyway, that's it for this morning. Please go and check out the LBC website. I'll let you know tomorrow how the other photo session went today. When do the photos go up? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're doing hundreds of us. Hundreds. I'm mm-hmm. lucky I'm in first, because at least then they won't be tired then. Lots of makeup and hair and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to it. So, <laughs> have a nice day. Alan's back with us very, very shortly. I'm back with you tomorrow morning. Don't forget to podcast the programme. If you don't know how to, go to the LBC website for further details. Nick's with you and his guests after the news, which is next on 97.3. In times like these, 